The Hard Shoulder with Kieran Cuddy with Nissan on News Talk. You're welcome back to The Hard Shoulder. Kieran Cuddy with you until 7 o'clock. Mick McCarthy is joining me from Off the Ball Towers. Mick, um, FA Cup weekend. Every though the, the nation rejoices um, at the prospect. Anyway, um, listen, fans of the teams involved will rejoice, I'm sure, um, at the prospect of silverware for some of them. Um, Sunderland and Newcastle, though, the, what is the background to this? The, obviously, the, the rivalry is the background. Yeah. But what's happened great draw. at Sunderland? This is great. So, like, this is just one of those classic stories that, like, you've already got this sort of, probably the most intriguing tie of, of round three is Sunderland drawing their arch rivals at home. Newcastle are in a bad run of form. Could they beat them? They're going well enough, I suppose, in the championship. They've just changed their manager. And you're thinking, right, this is this is one I'll watch now. I'll watch this. Uh, it's on 12.45 tomorrow. This will be my FA Cup hit for the weekend. And then you see it descending into classic Newcastle or Sunderland farce, I should say. Anyone who's watched <laughs> season one or season two of Sunderland Till I Die. Yes. It doesn't seem to matter who the owners are and there's new owners in. And they decided, so a, a section of the Black Cat Bar, which is the, the home Sunderland Bar, was set aside this week for uh, corporate hospitality for away fans. So kind of 600, I think, Newcastle fans who are going to the game are going to avail of this hospitality. So in what they... Which would be kind of normal, I uh, Yeah, exactly, yeah. exactly. But the Sunderland powers that be um, decided that the best thing to do would be to deck up the uh, Black Cat Bar section in black and white banners, phrases for... Uh, Newcastle fans one in particular one is like you know the how a the lads thing in Sunderland it's very specifically H-A apostrophe W-A-Y the lads they literally put an X through that and put the way Newcastle say it how a all one word in like kind of crude black paint you know and there's loads of posters like you know okay. black and white army and we are united all of this stuff up so this gets around on X on social media and Sunderland fans predictably lose their minds. Sorry, it is so stupid. It's one of the dumbest things I've How, ever why seen. Why did they think this is a good idea? There, there, there's a there's a theory out there that what they decide what they wanted to do was protect the existing decor from vandalism. Okay. So, but I don't know. I don't know if that's true or why they thought vandalizing it themselves was the best thing to do. Yeah. But uh, yeah. we'll get our vandalism in first. It's like your retaliation in first. We'll get our vandalism in first, and they won't do anything. Yeah. So this has added a whole new, uh, a whole new intrigue to tomorrow. They've they've already apologized. They've come out and did the old uh, serious error in judgment. Blah, blah 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 leading to the classic we'll examine the processes that led to this decision you know a full investigation so uh, they have restored it apparently to its original decor for tomorrow's game and the Newcastle sorry, they're also corporate there. hospitality fans yeah, they're not they're, the ultras you know yeah, I mean? the, the lads are not going to torch the place as Will on the show pointed out <laughs> earlier like you know it's like I've just paid a load of money to get in here they probably have my credit card details I don't think <laughs> yeah, and, and yeah and uh, you're not going to be gobsmacked to find a picture of kind of the Sunderland team of the 1970s yeah, framed on the wall. You're, exactly. you're in Sunderland Square. I mean, anyway, but it like is a, mad. I mean, like the, the prominent Sunderland fans, like, you know, like real thought leaders would are, are like, you know, suggesting like this is, 
you know, all the work that the good owners have done and getting them back, on, the new owners have done and getting them back on track is all undermined, if, especially if they lose tomorrow. That would be yeah. such a bad error in judgment, as they say. Them. I can't wait uh, until uh, there's a, a bust of Brian Cody revealed in Semple Stadium uh, and to make Kilkenny <laughs> fans feel at home you know, <laughs> the next time they ha- have a match against Tip. Anyway, uh, so that is uh, tomorrow. That's going to be your um, FA Cup hit. I'd say for uh, other people, it might be Arsenal-Liverpool. Yeah, on Sunday at half four. So like this is this is the tide around. I think it remains to be seen as to how seriously both teams will take it. I think Arsenal particularly look tired, but at the same time, they've had a really bad run in the league. They may want to bounce back. Liverpool are beginning their month post Salah as he's off to the African Cup of Nations. Um, but I would say, like, this this will be a good game almost depending on what lineups go out. If one mm. team puts out a full team and the other is a second team, we'll have a mismatch. If they both drop a little bit, as I expect, I think they'll probably play a mix of frontliners yeah. and, and backups. We could get an entertaining game, I would say. You know, it's one you may see Creeping Kelleher in goal for if you're um, a Liverpool fan or an Ireland fan. Um, so there, there, there's intrigue in it, but it's not quite what it would have been if 30 years ago Arsenal Liverpool drew each other in the third round and it was hell for leather, most important game of their season. So that's where the FA Cup, as you kind of alluded to at the start, still lacks its luster these days. Anyway, those are two of the big games, uh, the two games that most people. I suspect we'll watch uh, this weekend. Um, Ezra, two former Republic of Ireland captains going at it and it's all off the ball's fault. As usual, yeah, all our fault. In fairness, it was our fault from like nearly five years ago now. But uh, Roy Keane um, obviously was on off the ball in the big show with Gary Neville in the Borgosh uh, Energy Theatre, I think 2019. It's gone back that long ago. And we actually have, a, uh, we have the audio from that. Let's take a listen. Listen, I know all about John Walters. I know all about him. Are you going to tell us? <laughs> Bluffer. Again, talks a good game. And then there's the circuit, of course. There's all the circuit stuff. Goes on the TV, how, how harshly he was treated by me. He's crying on the TV. Family situation. There's just, he's the only one who's... Don't. Do me a favour. <laughs> Not kicked the ball for Burnley for two or three years. I used to be driving the train and be on the radio. You know what I mean? Why don't you lay low for a while? Lay low. Take it easy. Look at his medals. Oh, that wouldn't take long, yeah. Oh, Roy Keane. So, this isn't new. As you said, this is a few years ago. Um, Yeah, 2019. 2019. Yeah, I couldn't even be wrong. Anyway, it's certainly a few years ago. How has it reared its head again? Kind of randomly, actually. So Walters is saying that he gets sent to clip the whole time. So he was on TalkSport uh, this morning, I think, or possibly even yesterday, and he was just asked about it. And because, again, this is like the clip that he's doing isn't even ours. It's a ripped of ripped of ripped of ripped clip, you know, and it's been going around for so long. But, uh, yeah, he, he got asked about it. He kind of muddled his answer a little bit. So he went on and posted a rather lengthy uh, tweet about it and basically kind of teasing at a response without actually even giving one. You know, yeah. it's like, I stood up to Roy Keane, I've had this history with him, he knows the truth, I'll reveal it at some point, but I'm not going to do it now, I'll do it in my book. Oh, by the way, there's no book, but uh, Roy Keane would want to be careful, you don't, best not co- come at me and miss. You know, all of this sort of stuff, it's just very strange. It's as if Roy Keane has just said this. <laughs> like, I remember thinking at the time I was at that show, and I remember thinking, like, you know, that's... As much as Roy Keane was brilliant that night, I thought that was a bit out of order and it was a little bit mean-spirited and I don't think it went down too well. I don't think people were too happy with it. It obviously did go around the internet pretty quickly and yeah. Walters probably is being 
you know, tagged in it every second day and probably has to see it every now and then. And I think it did well, you hurt him think, at the time. Though, you know? I, I, that given it is several years ago that Walters would have a, a ready-made stock response. Answer, yeah. Stock answer. Yeah. And surely his stock answer should just be something like, um, that, that kind of places them above Roy Keane a little bit because 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 that was all that was all low blows particularly the last thing Roy Keane says oh, yeah. just look at your medals oh wait yeah. you don't have any like that's real schoolyard stuff it's not even that intelligent uh, like Walters should just have a stock statement that says oh you know what I don't want to get dragged into that I will say this though Roy Keane is just one of the best players that ever played for Ireland yeah so lucky to have been or even him. if you don't and want then, to, even and then suddenly Roy looks a bit pathetic he does he does but you, I think he could even go a little further and just say look look we never got on. He's had, yeah. He has his opinions. I'm not getting dragged into that. You know, you don't yes, have to exactly. give him the credit. The same you know, thing. And it's just, it, it I don't understand how yeah. this long into it, you're still kind he of like... He must be mad for a book deal, John Walters. <laughs> like, there is no book. Come, come and get, was, come and get me, publishers. Ah, look, you know, and I can understand if he was hurt by something as well, but I just think you got to be smarter than that. Yeah. You know, don't get dragged into the wire with Roy Keane. You won't win. One line on Sky in response. Oh, well, that's... And it's a, over again. Yeah, you're you know, waiting yeah. for TalkSport to ring you up or off the ball, getting how long you have to wait for if you're John Walters. Roy Keane can go on Sky Sports this weekend and end it again yeah. and, and, and have the last word uh, so listen anyway that will bubble up again Mick <laughs> we'll hear that more. will bubble up again um, the All-Ireland Club semi-finals uh, football semi-finals are on this Sunday um, Bridget's against Castlehaven and actually a repeat of the other final of last year's yeah yeah decider Kilmacud against Glen Kilmacud against Glen yeah which I think like Bridges and Castlehaven will be, certainly bring its own interest and they're, they're two interesting teams and Castlehaven people would have seen with the one in the crazy penalty shootout in yeah. the sideways rain uh, in in the Munster final that was very entertaining but I think I think the one we're all excited about is Kilmacud and Glen it was the infamous final last year where did they have too many men on the pitch when they scored the last score? And was there should there have been a replay? And were no. they cheating? Some people said they're so. racking their brains up in Glen for the cleverest <laughs> uh, thing they can put on a poster to hold up in the match about sixteen men. Exactly. Yeah. Well, I think the the key in terms of how it affects this week is that. Glen were within touching distance of this unbeatable Kilmacud team so yeah. much so that there was controversy at the end of the game. So I think that's what they'll take and say we have a chance. It's in Nori, so it is kind of more on their ground, I would yes. say, than on Kilmacud's. It might be equidistant, but, you know, it's a very Ulster feel to 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 Park Esler and Nori. And I would say that Glen have a very, very good chance. Kilmacud are just the juggernaut of club football you know so they'll always be favourites in any game they play yeah. but I wouldn't say it's a foregone conclusion it's just I, I, I couldn't tell you who's going to win but I, I'll be definitely watching on anyway it should be interesting uh, They're both on Sunday um, the first game Bridges against Castlehaven is on at 1.45 uh, the Kilmacud Glen game is on at 3.45 they're both on TG Cahar there will be uh, updates plenty as well on Off the Ball I'm sure Mick McCarthy thank you very much as Thanks, always Karen. The Hard Shoulder with Kieran Cuddy with Nissan. Weekdays from four on News Talk.